0: Hey, hey, hey guys, how are you? What's going on? Welcome to the podcast. I am in the best spirits ever. I am all packed and ready to rock and roll to travel to Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power Within. Yes, I've done this before. This is my third time going to this event, but this one's different. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm already there rocking and rolling. Every single time you go to a Tony Robbins event, it's like you go deeper and deeper and deeper into your own personal development. It's like reading the same book over and over again. You get something different from it every time. And this time around, I am flying not just to attend Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within in Chicago, but I'm also flying out there to do my very first speaking event for Badassery Magazine. If you have not gotten a chance to, there's an episode a while back that we featured on the podcast with one of the founders of Badassery Magazine. Her name is Samantha. She's super cool. Go back and see if you can find it. It's episode number 28. It is awesome. Uh, but yeah, I'm going there to speak to a bunch of their followers. There's about a hundred girls there, and I have to be totally honest with you. I'm really fucking scared. I do Facebook Lives all the time. I record podcast episodes all the time. But for some reason, the idea of speaking in front of people in person, the idea of seeing all of you guys in person for the first time feels really scary. I remember when Matt and I first started dating and we were using Match.com and there was like this romance behind the computer. And then all of a sudden we were meeting in, for, in person for the first time. And my thought was, oh my God, what if it's not... What if that spark isn't there, right? Like what if the spark only existed in the internet world and in the interwebs? So now I'm like thinking this and I'm nervous. What are people going to think of me when they see me? And I've uh, mapped out a, a heartfelt 10-minute speech that I get to show up to, um, to share with all of the girls there. If you're listening to this podcast episode, go into the Badass Business Babes Facebook group. There should be a live recorded version of my speech so you can go check it out. And really what it boils down to, this topic that I feel super called to really dive into lately in that speech and in today's episode of the podcast, is fear. Fear holds us back so fucking hard. It is the only thing that actually stands in our way of creating success. Being successful has nothing to do with your ability to Uh, Be super duper smart and know all of the answers or be super pretty and beautiful and marketable in your brand and image. Those things are important, but at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters in terms of your success is your ability to check the fear at the door and keep going. Fear can completely immobilize you and all it really is is a false belief about a future moment that doesn't even exist yet that your thinking might happen, that stops you from doing what you truly want in the world. So in today's episode of the Badass Business Podcast, I'm going to share with you a heartfelt, heartfelt rant, so to speak, about fear that I recorded a couple of weeks ago in the Badass Business Babes Facebook group. And I'm going to share with you guys really how to overcome that fear and why it's important, how it stops you, and what you really need to do to create a life by design. So enjoy this episode. This is the Badass Business Podcast. You're listening to the Badass Business Podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to claim a wildly free life. Tune in to hear new episodes every Tuesday by yours truly, Lauren Liz Love. This is the space where we can have open conversations about growing a successful business and creating a vibrant lifestyle. It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. This episode of the Badass Business Podcast is sponsored by the Badass Business Babes free Facebook group. Listen guys, learning how to take scary action by yourself is really hard. But when you have a tribe of people who are all trying to take scary action... You can feel safe in your big leaps. Along my journey of becoming an entrepreneur and creating a multiple six-figure business, one of the hardest things in the beginning was not having a tribe, not having people to ask questions when I was struggling, not having people to celebrate with me when I was reaching new milestones and new levels of my business. So it was really important to me that I created a safe space for all entrepreneurs out there. So came right in. Here it was the download, the idea, the thing that made sense, creating a free Facebook group for online entrepreneurs who were really ready to grow and needed support. So the Badass Business Babes Facebook group, you can go ahead and search that on Google or you can go to badassbusinessbabe.com Facebook. This is a place for you guys to show up and get support to get not just support from your community members, but also from me. I record unique free trainings in that group every single week to give you access. There's also a free library to give you access to tons of resources so that you're not spinning your wheels, feeling stuck, and feeling uncertain about what to do next in your business. So head on over. You can click the link in the show notes, or you can simply go to badassbusinessbabe.com slash Facebook. It'll take you right there. All right, enough of this stuff. Let's dive into today's episode. So guess what? We are going to go live in 20 million places. My cheeks are so freaking rosy today. For you guys listening on the podcast, you cannot see my cheeks and you're better off because I look ridiculous. I don't know what has happened. I went, uh, actually I do know what happened. I I went to the gym and I went in the tanning bed for the first time in like a really long time. So my cheeks are like so rosy. I got to put ice cubes on them and just like reduce all of this redness. I look really silly. What's up, you guys? Hello. Welcome. I'm so excited to be here. It's the last week of June. I shared this on my Instagram today. I don't know if any of you guys feel this way, but there's a really interesting energy going on in the online space, in the entrepreneur world, in the personal development world, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm experiencing this feeling of like <sighs> something's ending and something's beginning. It's like the the goddess Kali. I don't know if you guys know her. I'm obsessed. i pretty sure that's kind of like what's going on right now. Shedding this old story, shifting into a new place. And it's so weird because I think it affects how you show up Um, And that's how we notice it and we kind of go, wait, what's going on? Like, I feel like I'm showing up differently. I feel like I'm more motivated. I feel like I'm more inspired. I feel like maybe I'm more passionate about something. And we don't really question that sometimes, but if you really look at what's going on, perhaps you're shifting into a new level of Success, a new level of fulfillment, a new level of abundance, and so this shift is all really all it's doing is aligning with you with that next step, whatever that next step may be, and some of us, like me, I got no clue what my next step is, and that's okay. I'm rocking and rolling with it, and it's so exciting just to watch those transitions and those shifts where you go from being in this place of feeling like you know, your business feels hard and heavy. And for me, the shift happened with the solstice. So right after summer solstice, I came out and I was like, whoop, I'm ready to go. I am so set. I am so determined. I'm so driven. And some of us experience the shift in in negative ways where we feel like we're disconnected from stuff and we're like, wait, I'm not as excited about my business anymore. I'm not as thrilled. What's happening? Well, you're going through an evolution and sometimes you have to let go of the shit that doesn't serve you to stretch into creating more success in a different way, maybe a a new way that you never thought imagined possible. So what's up? Welcome. It's Monday. We're kicking ass. We're turning the corner into July. I hope you guys are thinking about where you want to go next, what the vision is for your business, what's the next step towards your future. And for many of us, We are in a space of feeling really hungry to grow and change who we are so that we can become the entrepreneurs that have the successful businesses that we've always dreamed of. And I think sometimes we look outside of ourselves and we say, okay, well, I'll be successful and then I'll feel happy, fulfilled, confident, abundant, whatever those words are. But you have to learn how to feel that way now or else you can't achieve those things. You won't be able to go after what it is you crave. You'll hit resistance in your business. And I wanted to take some time to share with you guys my journey of how I focused on growing myself to actually attract and create the revenue that I craved in my business. I'm a firm believer and if you guys have been in any of my programs you know this. I'm a firm believer in the idea that if you want something that you've never had you need to be someone that you've never been. You need to change who you are in order to get to that level. I think there are a lot of people out there who hope that maybe they'll learn the right strategy or they'll they'll learn the secret sales funnel or they'll learn the right script for their Facebook posts and suddenly everything will change. And the, the truth is, the reality is you need to create an authentic space for yourself as an influencer. And authentic means that you're ripping yourself open and you're doing the personal development work for yourself Because if you're not doing it for yourself, how can you possibly expect someone to feel inspired and connected enough to work with you? And so when people aren't making the money that they're making nine times out of ten, they're actually not working on themselves enough. It's not their business. It's actually themselves. And so we're going to talk about that today. I'm going to share with you guys some of the journey of what I've been through, the experience I had that shifted me into a space of attracting abundance in my life, and how I really learned to heal myself i had to think about that like what is it i had to learn how to heal myself in order to shift into making six figures and multiple six figures there was this whole inner experience that had to happen before i could generate the revenue i craved so we're going to talk about it sound good good first things first it's super important for me to share this with you i did not grow up wealthy I think I see some entrepreneurs out there who had parents that were entrepreneurs and they saw a model of, you know, time freedom or they saw what it was like to grow something from the ground up. I didn't really have that. Uh, I grew up in an environment. My dad was actually an on-camera weatherman, which was quite interesting. Um, And my mom didn't work. And when my dad lost his job, my Dad gave my mom a really hard time about going to get another job, and she was really broke. We were broke. Um, but I learned a lot about what I didn't want in my life. I There was this memory. I'll never forget it. I came home from college, and I had used the emergency credit card to withdraw money because I thought it was my debit card. So I was like, oh, I'll just take money out of my bank account. And I made a mistake, and I took this money out, and my dad freaked out. He, um he actually took off his shoe and he threw it at me and he started to cry. He said, we don't have any money. We don't have any money. And, uh, it was really traumatic. Right. And I remember I experienced this growing up. I said, you know what? I never want to struggle. I never want to have a money problem, but I grew up and had money problems. You know, I married a drug addict and all of our money disappeared and I didn't know, um, ended up getting divorced, giving everything back to him. So my my relationship with money was always kind of fucked up, right? Like, And I'm sure many of you guys can relate if you've been in the entrepreneur space long enough and you've started to do your money healing work. Your money story starts probably around the age of two or four, and it goes all the way until you're probably the age, I don't know, 18, 20. And you're the sponge of just absorbing experiences and, and the things that you've been through and you interpret them as reality. So I went through uh, money is hard. Money is hard to come by. I'm always going to struggle. Uh, money comes and then it goes. I can't keep it, right? So I really had this unhealthy relationship with money that in a corporate job didn't really matter because you get a paycheck every day, and the paycheck was consistent every week. And no matter what I did, if I worked harder, if I worked not as hard, I would still make the same exact amount of money. But when I went into entrepreneur space, I took every single limiting belief that I had ever carried about money into my business, and I didn't even know I was doing it. So money is hard to come by was something I learned when I was really young. So when I started my business, I thought, That it was going to be really hard to get clients. I didn't know any entrepreneurs. I just automatically assumed that this was going to be really hard. Why? Why couldn't I assume that this was going to be really easy? Who made up that rule? Who says, right? And then later on when I was getting clients and I was making money, I formed the belief from, again, my childhood that I would have to struggle to make good money, that I would have to bust my ass every day to make money. And if I spent the day relaxing around the house, or if I spent the day disconnecting and taking a bubble bath in the afternoon, then I would go broke. And I learned this from my dad because my dad always worked and we never really had money. And every time he wanted to make money, he would what? Work harder. So this is the belief that I formed. If I wanted to make more money, I had to work really, really, really hard. And this created burnout and exhaustion in my business. This made me tired. This made me fearful. This made me completely out of control over my destiny. I felt like everyone was out to get me. Like No matter how hard I tried, I wasn't going to create the revenue I wanted. And then when I started actually receiving money... I had a hard time keeping it so I would get that money and then immediately I'd want to go buy something or I would get that money and then immediately a random bill would come in the mail. And I formed this belief again from my childhood that money comes and money goes and I can't keep it. And I didn't know what it was like to actually sit with money in my bank account and experience money in my bank account because here's a story, this is quite interesting. When I was married to a person with a drug problem, this is my first marriage, who ironically his name was also Matt. Thank you the universe for synchronicity. Married to Matt 2.0 now, but Matt 1.0 was a, was a drug addict. He had a serious problem, and I remember I went to the bank, and I took my card, and I went to go, you know, take out 20 bucks or 30 bucks from my account, and we had just gotten, you know, our wedding money, right? I thought our wedding money was in the bank. Everything was gone. Everything was gone. And I went broke because I was married to someone I couldn't trust. But that was an experience I had. And so in the very beginning of my business, anytime money would sit in my bank account, I would get very nervous that someone would take it or that it would be taken from me. And I didn't know what it was like to actually sit and let that that money Be in my presence to feel that abundance, to feel that gratitude, to feel that wealth. I did not know what that felt like because the minute it came, I would want to just quickly get rid of it because I was so scared someone else would take it from me. So, when in my business I started making money $20,000 a month, $10,000 a month, $5,000 a month, I would push it away from me so fast. I would go invest in something, I would go um, pay off random bills that I really didn't need to pay off. I would Um, rush to go donate it to somebody. I would buy a million things on Amazon. I just didn't know what it was like to sit with wealth. And these old money stories were exactly the reason why I was having a hard time growing my business. Because I wasn't showing up from a space of joy and prosperity. I was showing up from a space of fear and control and manipulation. And I was so fearful that Everything that I was trying to create would get ripped out from underneath me because of my past and because of the fact that I had really bad experiences where things were ripped out from underneath me. And I used my past as a way to predict in negative ways where my future was headed. I said, oh, I went through this really terrible thing. I had this really bad experience. My future is going to be not so nice. Oh, I remember that one time someone didn't pay me back, so I can't make a payment plan for my program because what if they don't pay me back? I took literally every single experience that I had about money in my past and I used it to predict the fearful things that could happen in the future. Everything, every single thing. And I see this from a lot of clients now when they're trying to grow their businesses and they say, Well, you know, I really want to create success and I want to be abundant, but like, What what if this person doesn't pay me on their payment plan? Or what if I send out that contract and they don't sign it? And I have to have legal get involved and I need to find some sort of legal contract for them to sign because what if, what if, what if? You're living in fear. You're running your whole entire business out of fear. Nobody wants to be around that. No one's inspired by that. That doesn't feel good to us. It doesn't feel good to any of us to hear. So I had to really take a moment and sit back in the early days of my business and say, hold on. Like, who do I want to be? Let me explore that for a minute. Like, who do I want to be? Do I want to be this person who feels like money is hard to come by, like I have to struggle all the time, or do I want to feel like I could just show up and create every day and it's easy and it's fun and I enjoy it and I don't have to stress about whether money comes and goes? That's who I want to be, right? I don't want to be this type of person who's like questioning her bank account every five minutes. I want to feel prosperous. I want to believe that if I show up every day and just add a shit ton of value, someone will come into my life to add value to me. They'll buy a program. They'll invest in a service. They'll do whatever. But when my mindset is things are hard, life is shitty, people take advantage of me, I never get what I want, why earn it because I'm going to have to lose it. If that's what I think, I'm never going to create success. I'm going to play small my whole entire life. And I don't want to do that. The other piece of this that's really important is learning how to operate without fear or in spite of fear. I'll say in spite of fear. A lot of people wait until that moment where they're not afraid anymore and they go, oh great, one day I won't be afraid and this will all be easy. One day I won't be afraid and I'll be able to coast right through and get what I want. You will always be afraid. Courage is not in the absence of fear. It's with fear. And you have to learn how to take fear in one hand and take your passion in the other and fucking jump and not be afraid. Because if you look back at your life, I guarantee whoever's listening on this line, if you look back at your life, any decision that you were about to make, like a choice you had, any decision you ever made and the decision was fearful, made your heart race, it got you nervous, you felt overwhelmed, right? Any decision that embodied that fear and that stress and that worry was an amazing decision. Because when you jumped, beautiful things probably happened. Every single thing that I've ever done that I've been afraid of has been the best decision that I've ever made. Lisa Nichols talks about this all the time, right? Like learning how to jump with your fear and your passion and say, you know what? I'm going for it. And in life, we look at what we want she describes this as the double Dutch game. And you're sitting here and you're trying to jump in, right? And you go back and forth, back and forth. You go, wait, 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 I want to jump. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to step into my greatness. I'm ready to do it. I just got to let the kids graduate high school first. Okay, wait, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to jump. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got to wait till I have enough money. Okay, I'm going to jump. I'm ready to go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got to wait till I lose enough weight, right? Lisa Nichols does a speech on it and it's beautiful. She talks about this jump and the ability to say, I'm going to go for it, but so many of us say, I'm going to go for it, but wait, I got all this other shit to do first. And you, why are you waiting? Why are you waiting to step into your greatness? If you're afraid of something, the joy on the other side is going to change your whole fucking life but you got to have the courage to let go of your old patterns and your old narrative and the old stories of not being good enough, of not being successful, of not getting what you want, of everything being hard. You have to let go of all of those things and decide to be someone else. You have to decide to be a different person that shows up in a different way, that lives life differently. And the challenge here is, is that you do not decide after you get everything that you want. You have to decide before you get everything that you want. So for me, if you're on my email list, I just wrote an email out that goes out on Wednesday about this. I break down my whole experience with this. But the biggest piece of this is like, why are you waiting to be happy and joyful about money when you have the goal to make more money so that you can be happy and joyful? why don't you just be happy and joyful now? Why do we have to wait? Why do we have to wait? We think we have to wait because we're looking at our reality and saying, okay, well, our reality isn't exactly where we want it to be right now. It's not exactly the perfect picture. Who gives a fuck? If you want the perfect picture, you got to be happy about whatever picture you have now because no one's going to paint you a new one. That's just the reality of it. And you have to be able to look at your current circumstances and say, okay, well, how I've been showing up here has not gotten me there. So i got to fix something that I'm doing here because this isn't working, right? So in the beginning for me, I had really bad money problems. And this is the analogy. You could have a bunch of different problems outside of money. You could have unhealthy relationships with your peers. That was a big issue for me that affected my business. You could have an unhealthy relationship with love That was a big issue that affected my business because if you can't open your heart and love someone, it's really hard for people to feel safe to like purchase with you or enroll with you. It's just a lot of stuff I talk about in my Six Figure Biz Babe program. If you guys aren't on the wait list, go join. We open in August. But anyway, I had to like really do some work around really understanding that all of these limiting beliefs and all these old stories were actually preventing me from getting where I wanted to be. So in order to change my future, I had to change how I was showing up now. So I started to do small things and this is like anyone can do this, okay? Number one, I started to get really clear and I'm, I'm not distracted. I'm looking at my wall. I started to get really clear about what I wanted by putting my goals and my desires and my dreams like up in front of my face on my wall. So I have... Up here um, on the right, I have that I will receive $444,000 in my business, which I recently changed to $777,000. I will attend all of the Tony Robbins Platinum Partner Events, and I will reach my ideal healthy body weight that I deserve to feel energized and beautiful. And I wrote these things on my wall so that I can align with the future. Rather than sitting here in the past and saying, oh, I'm so broke, oh, my bank account says this, oh, my scale says that, oh, you know, my travel log says this, rather than looking at my present and saying, okay, these are all the reasons I'm not close to where I want to be, I started to look at my future and I started to spend more time aligned with where I wanted to go rather than being present. Now, this is the trick. This is like the real fucked up trick of spirituality and entrepreneurship is that I'm talking so much about so much stuff today, but I love it. But the real fuck up here is that if you want to be happy and fulfilled, you need to learn how to be present. But present, quote unquote, does not necessarily mean what we think it means. Present does not mean focused on your current finances. Present does not mean focused on how broke you currently are because we, or how overweight you are, right? Because if you're focused on those things, guess what? You're not actually being present. You're actually focused on the past. Because your bank account, your scheduled trips that you have planned, your weight loss or your lack thereof All of those things are reflections of every single past choice that you have ever made. Your bank account is not a reflection of who you are. It's a reflection of what you've done, right? Your bank account has nothing to do with who you are. It has everything to do with the choices that you used to make. Do you guys feel me on this? Do you get what I'm saying? It's all past choices, Your bank is is withdrawn because yesterday you went over budget. Your bank account is not where you want it to be because the last six months you spent money on X, Y, and Z. Past. It's all in the past. So being present does not necessarily mean that you sit kumbaya and pray to not be broke. Being present means you experience gratitude and abundance and fulfillment for exactly where you are right now. And you feel those feelings and you immerse yourself in those emotions of joy and prosperity so that you can align with more of that in the future. So as creative entrepreneurs, we want to learn how to be present the right way. And then we also want to figure out how to focus on the future because that's where creativity comes, right? If you look at Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs was a very present human being. He did a lot of spiritual stuff. He attributes all of his success to like doing acid and LSD. I mean, I don't know, like good for him. Never done it, but it seems to work really well. But he was also focused on the future. He designed a product that didn't even exist in the world with his mind. He saw it and it became reality. And all of us have the power to do that, but we have to shift away from reflecting on the past. And sometimes when we look at the present and we see that, oh, there's no flying cars today, We can't imagine the next flying car. We can't create the next flying car, right? Does this make sense? The guys who invented the airplane, same thing. You got to look ahead. You have to focus on the future in order to create what you want. So here's what I say. Make a list, set your goals, put them on the wall, have yourself see them every day. That will help you align with the future. But there are other things that we really need to do. Stop telling yourself that you're going to not be able to do things because you're a mom and you have kids in school. Or stop telling yourself that you're not able to do things because you have X, Y, and Z going on in your personal life. Stop telling yourself that you can't do things because you're not financially well off enough. You're not the right skin color. You don't have the right upbringing. You don't have the right parents. You don't have X, Y, and Z. Whatever your circumstances are, you have to be able to embrace them and say, I'm going to go after my fucking dreams. And sometimes we spend so much of our language and our physiology and our, our, our spoken thought, right? We spend so much of that invested on the pain and the frustration and not having them what we want that we don't align with the future at all because we're so tripped up on the past. And to those people who are so wrapped up in why they can't do things, they will never be able to do what they want because they're so focused on why they can't. And so learning how to take advantage of wherever you are and turn your circumstances into success is something that any of us can do. I've seen this, you know, Tony Robbins talks about this. What allows people to be successful is not resources, It's not resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. It's a lack of your ability to say, you know what? I'm going to figure this out. You know, when I started my business, I was $50,000 in debt already. And I pulled my 401k because I was like, I I need that money. That's going to get me some stability. That's going to give me leverage. i got to go after this. When I quit my job, I put everything in storage and moved in with my boyfriend's parents. In like my late 20s. Like I did this because I was determined and I wasn't going to let anybody tell me no. And I was 100% certain that I was going to go after what I wanted. And in order to shift into actually attracting all of those things that I wanted, the biggest thing I needed to do was change my language. Yeah, putting my goals up on the wall was really cool, but I had to stop showing up like I was a disaster. I had to stop showing up like life was hard. I had to stop showing up like I was feeling like shit all the time, Right? I had to start showing up where I didn't use language like this is too expensive or I can't afford that. I had to start showing up like I would make decisions out of abundance and feel abundant. So if I had $2 and I went in and I bought like $2 worth of groceries, I wouldn't go, I'm so broke. I'm so poor. I don't have any money. This is all I can eat. I would go home. I would chop up that banana. I would make a nice salad, whatever I bought. And I'd sit on at the kitchen table and feel regal as fuck trying to embody all of those feelings of abundance. If I went to the movies, I would pretend I was going to the theater and I would dress up and get nice and embody that energy of someone who was successful. I would do these little things that, that fixed my I'm broke and struggling mindset because the little things I did made a huge difference. They made a huge difference because they connected me into the energy that I wanted. So every now and again, like after this training, I'm going to go and take a bubble bath in the middle of the afternoon because that aligns me with abundance. That makes me feel like oh, this is this is freedom, right? Go for a walk in the park and, and not check your phone and feel like, oh, this is freedom. We'd have time where like we would imagine what it would be like to be wealthy and we would play these games like of going back and forth and just talking about what our lives would be like if we had millions of dollars right and that allows us to tap into that emotion the language you use drastically shapes where you go in your life so start changing your language stop telling yourself you can't do things stop saying that you can't afford it stop telling yourself that you're not going to be able to do it because it's hard focus on what's easy focus on what's exciting focus on what fills you up let go of those old stories of money not being around. Let go of those old stories of you not being good enough. And it all starts with the language that you use around your life. So that's it for me. I hope that helped you guys today. We have seven spots left in our coaching mentorship. So if you have not checked it out, I'm going to put the link in the comments right now. Here you can go to badassbusinessbabe.com coach. Or you can just go to badassbusinessbabe.com and click the course section. This is a private two-month mentorship with me and a group of 22 girls, and it's going to be awesome. So I love you guys. I can't wait to welcome you into the program. If you have questions, you can DM us on Facebook or on Instagram. I will talk to you all soon. Bye, guys. So if you're still listening to this badass business podcast episode, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for trusting me as your coach. If you have some time today, it would mean the world to me if you could just leave us a five-star review on iTunes. This will allow us to be seen by more people out there to get the word out, to reach other entrepreneurs that really need help in their businesses. My goal is to inspire as many people as possible in my life to find courage and confidence to create lives by design and to not feel held back by their limiting beliefs or limited resources. So all the free trainings here in the podcast are available to everyone, and I want as many people to get access to this information as possible. So if you have some time, just leave us a five-star review, and yeah, that would be so cool. Thanks so much, guys. I love you all. Have an amazing day, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.